Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Transformation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the community. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to wannabe writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner or know of an entrepreneur or small business owner looking to advertise in the Behind the Wheel podcast but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I'm not going to go with we. We now have... We going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash BTW podcast. The details will be in the show notes. That's KO hyphen FI.com forward slash BTW podcast. And one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee. You all know I like coffee. So. Shout out to Latoya Shantae, Soul Inspired, Kimberly Hall, and Kim Isaiah. That's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Baby Ox, Baby O, D-Rock, D-Living Stone. Woo! Yo, how are you all doing this morning? I hope you're doing well. Up in Adam. Yeah, man. Yo, listen, you know, I think sometimes it should be like, we should have like a limited diet of um, like news cycles. I think too much of those alphabet uh, channels, man, can't uh, should come like warning labels. You know, if you sit down and you watch that too much, it's like, yo, <coughs> time to go. Change the channel. And it almost should be required for you to um, maybe tune into some of the uh, to the other to the alternative stations. And I don't mean like, you know, if you listen to what I mean is if you are a frequent viewer of Fox, maybe you should tune into MSNBC once in a while, or CNN, or one of the other channels, ABC or whatever, because getting the same cycle over and over again, it just reinforces, you know, your same thing. You just want to go to church and you just want to believe what you believe. Just believe that, believe more of that. Why even tune in to just, oh, this is more of what, this is what the talking point should be. 
just email them to me and I, I don't have to tune in because it, it just becomes so overly dramatic. It's like, okay, this is it, a bombshell. Nah, it's really not a bombshell. Eh. And people are, you're up in arms about this. Meanwhile, the other side is like, okay, what do we need to do to cover this up? It's like, eh. at some point, we, we got to be able to say, yo, this, this right here, this is news. The other side, eh, not so much. And what would be considered, you know, newsworthy? Today is September the 11th. I log into uh, Twitter and I see trending. What do I see trending in Twitter this morning? And I thought it was uh, not um, not funny, just like, I guess somebody out there in the Twitterverse has a, uh, has a sense, of, uh, sense of humor or, or trying to, you know, convey some irony or get people to maybe think or consider something to see how absurd it sounds, you know. So all buildings matter was trending. All buildings matter. That's just a spinoff of, you know, Black Lives Matter, you know. So they had a picture of, you know, 9-11 towers fell and and then they 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 uh they just have them standing, didn't have them falling. And then the other buildings around them, you know, the the, the first caption is never forget. And what about, you know, the bottom was like the buildings around the towers, like what about these buildings? These buildings matter also. And it's just absurd. It's just ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's just not I, I, I guess I get the point they're trying to make. And if you have a um if you if you can see if you're a rational person if you can see the irony if you can see if you if, if it's, oh, well, this is off limits we can't talk about this or we can't talk about that or we can't talk about that if you can't see the, the how ridiculous something sounds when someone is saying yo this is important and if you feel as though you're making a rational argument to say do you see how ridiculous this would sound to say in the middle of people grieving or remembering this to say, oh, these buildings around the towers matter also. You see how ridiculous that would sound? It would sound ridiculous. And that's what people are saying about Black Lives Matter. People are dying and you're saying all lives matter. That's how ridiculous it sounds. But when you have people on opposite ends of the spectrum and they can't even come together and agree and it becomes like, yo, we can't even... Even not even trying to say, oh, you know what I see? I consider your point. I understand what you're saying. You know, I never thought about it like that. If you think you're going to have one of these aha moments with people, they just dig their heels in deeper. Oh, this is rough. Oh, yeah, this is. Oh. And then you have it on both sides. You know, people lost their lives, whether it's in school shootings. And people will say, ah, oh, those are those are those are actors. Those are performance actors. You know, that that sounds ridiculous. So it's like, at what point can we all agree that yo this thing happened? The towers are obviously not there. People obviously lost their lives. This is a fact. We can agree on that, right? We can all agree on that. But can we say uh, the buildings saying the buildings around the World Trade Center saying that they matter also? Is how ridiculous that sounds? It sounds ridiculous to even say that. But even in going to that extreme, people will not stop and think, mm. well, some people, let me not make a blanket statement. Maybe some people will.
stop and think and say, you know what, that I see your point. But maybe it's like, nah, this is what I want to believe. This is what I'm going to continue to believe. And at some point, you just got to say, yo, this is this is where we are. Let's continue to plow forward. And um, yeah, let me just, you know, if you keep looking. Remember that game, The Bug? The Bug. I don't think it was called The Bug. But The Beetle. You're driving around. You see a, you know, you see a, a, a punch buggy. I guess it was called. Was it called Punch Buggy? I think it was called Punch Buggy. But you look for a Volkswagen. You find the Volkswagen. You punch the person. They see the Volkswagen. You go out and you start looking for that. Then you're going to see more of that, you know? It'll just confirm the story that you want to tell yourself. And there's some stories that you want to tell yourself. And there's some things that I see. I, sometimes I don't go looking for it. And um, there, was one, there was one time that I went, not, not looking for it, but I was like, you know what? I had this observation. I had these two people that, um, these two brands I was about to uh, interview. You know what I mean? It's two sneaker brands. Um, and, and I was like, you know what? I wonder... There's this theory that I had in my head. And it just kind of dispels the whole notion of sometimes, you know, like I'm not naive. You know what I mean? I know that I know their 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 racial inequities in society. I'm not like, oh no, this doesn't exist. Everybody is just loving and we can sing Kumbaya, my lord. I can't sing, so I couldn't be singing Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya, you know what I mean? I can't sing. I got a two-step. I can't dance either. So you know what I mean? But I can see, but like, yo, this is, uh, yeah. But there are then stories that we can tell ourselves that kind of go with the narrative that you that you that you like. You like this story, and you tell the story. You know, you know, white man's devil. You know what I mean? You can tell yourself that story. You know, and then, and then you can tell you can be you know black people, black power, and you believe that. And you're like, okay, I believe that. You know, I don't believe white men the devil. You know, I think there's some. There's some, there's some evil in the world, man. Yes, there is some evil in the world. And I've come across some evil mother fathers and sisters and brothers. Yeah, yeah, I, I certainly have. You know what I mean? And, and I've come across some white folks that's like, man, you know what? You're all right. You, you are all right. You know, I don't look at you as a representative of the entire race, but it causes me to kind of step back and say, Hmm. Let me uh, consider this. Okay, I'll judge everyone as like an individual. That's me though. But I, I am not standing at the helm of power. You know, wielding any any power to say, yo, let's look at everyone as an individual. What I say, you know, it really doesn't matter. But my belief is this. This is what I think. This is what I think. And I'm like, yo, I come across. Give you a case in point. All right. Worked at the summer youth job. Went in did what I was supposed to do. You know, I remember sitting in the mail room and we're stuffing envelopes. So you have an eight by 11, um, you know, mail is going out. And so I try fold it. And rather than try folding one at a time, I take a stack, try fold that. I got a system going. I'm stuffing envelopes. Here we go. We, we stuffing now. Stuff, stuff, stuff. I got a system. It's moving. I'm percolating. The guy sitting across from me, he works at the Board of Ed. This is where I work. This was, this was my summer youth job. I wasn't in the park. I was I was fortunate enough to be sitting in the air-conditioned office. Don't get mad at me. I had on a shirt and tie. I'm sitting down there with a leather tie on, a thin leather tie. Why it was leather in the middle of summertime? I don't know. It was on sale. I thought it was cool. I'm sitting in there. I'm stuffing my envelopes. The guy sitting across from me works there at the board of ed. This is his job. This is his gig. He says to me, yo, yo, 
Hey, slow down. I'm like, what do you mean? You're going too fast. What are you talking about? He's like, you're going, if you continue at this rate, they're going to bring us more. I'm like, okay. Um, but I don't want to be just sitting here stuffing envelopes. But that was his job. I was just there for the summer. Once I'm going to be out, he's like, yo, you're making us look bad. I'm making you look bad. Um, okay, I'm a, at this point, I'm in high school. You know what I mean? I am not out in the real world yet. Me, my parents used to tell me, when you get out there in the real world, and I was thinking, because that's just how my mom was working at the time, that there were two separate worlds. There was this world that was out there that existed um, beyond what I was seeing day to day. You know? When you get out there in the real world, I'm like, okay, what do you, what do you mean by that? What is... What do you mean? Like, when I'm on my own? It wasn't explaining. You get out there in the real world, you can see. So I'm like, this world isn't real here? Uh, this this is not the real world. So I'm at the board of ed. I'm like, okay, this is not the real world. You're in the real world. That's the thing that you're doing. I don't want to be doing that thing there. I don't want to be doing that like that. Even in this fake world, I don't want to be working like that in my fake world. I'm not going to be sitting here thinking slow, even in my fake world, in my head, that where I was at, at the board of ed at the time. This was the fake world. And that was the real world. He was out there. He was an adult in the real world. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. There's nothing wrong with stuffing envelopes. I just don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to be working at a, a slow place, pace, trying to slow down production and thinking they're going to be bringing me more to do. And I want to do something else. So, yes, I'm stuffing. I'm going, going, going. Summer job program ends. You know, the man that was in charge of the program, his name was Mr. Mackey. Mr. Mackey said, Derek, you know, should you ever need anything, stop down by the board of ed to see me. And so I did. I got tired of going to high school. I dropped out of high school. I'm not proud about it. Eh, it's like, yeah. But I knew my father's like, yo, you got to find something to do. And I know he was bothered about it because he threw my brother out. So I was like, okay, well, be not going to be able to sit home. And I'm, I'm not the type to sit home and just do nothing. So I got up, you know, dropped out, went down to the board of ed because he said, listen, should you ever need a job, come back down here to see me. So I did. I went down there, see Mr. Mackey, how you doing? Put on some clothes, drop down there. Hey, what's up? Sure, go upstairs to this floor here. Tell them that I sent you. Boom. I got hired that day. Because of the relationship, because of how I performed during the summer youth job. So this white man hired me and I was working with the teachers, you know, pay stubs, pay, not pay stubs, they, 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 their pay increases. They were working during the freeze at one point and then they, they, they were back paying them. So you had to work up the colas and figure out when they would get their increase. And that's what I was doing. I was like, okay. All right. So, yeah, I'm doing, you know, this job or whatever, you know, the college kids that was down there. And you know, I, I, I lied. Yeah, I'm out of you know, I'm out of high school now. I'm looking for a job. He got me a job because of the relationship that I had with him. So in my mind, I'm like, OK, all, all, all right. Yes, that's me. I got a job. OK, but I'm still cognizant of the fact that, that there's still inequities in the world. But I don't look at everyone like side eye. There's some people I know. I know. When I'm walking through, you know, a um, a store, or you're coming across people, and you can tell, you can get a sense of 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 a person's 
vibe or this the 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 spirit you can you can you can get a mm, something starts brewing and you can you can kind of tell like yo this this right here this is this is um this might be problematic man this might be a, i might have a problem in this situation but i've seen it around my own people and i've seen it in interactions with 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 white people out in public out in department stores i've i've watched how Yo, oh, if I dress up, huh, I might get this, this was my this was my theory. And I would test my theories. Do I get treated differently? Yo, if I had based on the clothes that I have on? Hmm. Let's test that. Okay. So I go out, boo boo boo, dress up. Alright. Hmm. Well, it's not as much, but it is still there. Dress down. It's on. You know, hmm. You sit down sometimes and you're having conversations, you know, as you get older, you fast forward, you know, you're you're going to make a purchase or whatever. And people would assume different things about you. You know, hmm. That's interesting. You know, I start listening to books on tapes or whatever, and there was this guy who was in town, he was a car salesman, best car salesman in um, you know, that was out. You know, he he would have a stack of his cars, he had a system that he developed develop a great clientele working because people kind of recognized him and you know like oh he provided service he would follow up the call blah 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 he said he, said, he gave car salesmen a good you know a good name so there's this guy who's buying a car lives in the town he's got on overalls rich guy but he dresses down you know what i mean he's, he's low-key he's white guy he could afford to dress down he could do that you know he's gonna get treated differently you know and they tell a story about how he went in one day, I think, to to uh to shop or whatever, and it was like, yo, he was um, you know, I think he 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 came in and 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 they looked at him kind of, mm, huh? They really didn't know, but he's been buying cars from from this 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 place for a minute, mm-hmm. but he could afford to go in and dress down. And then you have folks who who might be going in to a car dealership as a student. You know, as the son, as the child, they're going to do the, they're, do, they're doing their uh, the screening. You know, they're they're surveying the land. They're taking a you know, <sighs> scouting out, seeing what they like. They're going in there first, and then they come back with daddy, and they buy the car. They come back, mommy, daddy, buy the car. You know, it's all according. But everybody treats people differently based off of you know how you look. You know, and so that's just that's just the way it is. But I'm, I've never been, like, overly, like, obsessed with it. You know what I mean? I think about it. I think about it, but I'm like, yo, I, I, I think about it. I drive around. Like, I was out last night. So I'm in um, Western Connecticut. It's dark. Pitch black. There's no lights. Not a lot of street lights. You got to know where you're going. You know, it's bright's on. I'm getting flashed because, yeah, it's dark. <laughs> it's dark. And it's like, I, I got to be able to see. So I'm like, yo, what happens if I get out of this? And I'm dropping off this 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 meal, like, and um, I'm like, yo, let me leave the lights to the car on. Should I have brought my phone with me? What if somebody jumps out of here? You know, what if I'm thinking like, um, you know, you're watching the news and you start thinking this stuff, like they're coming to get you, man. And I, I just go to the other extreme. I just, you know, I start thinking about sketches, or I start thinking about skits. So I, Yo, the guy dropped off. I dropped off this 
this uh, Uber Eats, and then I got accosted. I got I got kidnapped. Would I get kidnapped? I mean, what? They, they jumped out of the, the the bushes or whatever. They moved the car, right? Now I'm I'm there. I don't have my phone with me. I forget my phone in the car, but the car is on. They know somebody in the town. They come and they tow the car, and I am I don't know where I would get shipped to. If they go keep me hostage in Western Connecticut, I get knocked upside my head. I wake up. I'm in shackles in 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 some holding cell, you know, cell because of because of somebody's weird thinking about stuff that they've seen on TV. And yo, it's enough to make me uh uh call it a night. I was like, yo, I think we're done for the night here. It was done for the night because it was done for the night. But yo, anyhow, it's just, it's just, you know, things that you think about. I don't know what you think about while you're on the road, you know, when you're out there. I'm like, yo, but should should probably be considering, you know, maybe doing some some other um tune into some other stations or get some other diet, man. See, just the whole, the same thing over and over again. It just becomes a little uh little a bit much. What do you think? I think so. I think it'll become a bit much. So my theory is like, yo, there are some times when you reach out to a person of color, when I reach out to a person of color and I reach out to a white person to interview them for, you know, reaching out because I want to get you on the show. And there, there's some people who, who feel like, um, like, yo, they're at this level. People have written tons of books. Like I just interviewed this woman, um, this white woman, she, uh, Jessica Abel, not Jessica Abel, not, not the actress, Jessica Abel, the author. She's got several books out there. She often is referred to, you know, if you're thinking about doing a podcast um, and material out on the wire, it's one of her books. You know, so I reached out to her. I found out about it about maybe three years ago um, after, you know, not getting into the Google PRX program. And so it was like, yo, you should check her out. You know, if you're thinking about tightening your pitch or whatever, um, she's got a great book out there. There's also a podcast. So I go and I've discovered, oh, all right, yo, this is some good stuff. So I'm like, okay, this is worth the price of the failure. All right. and so I, I, you know, I read the material and uh, I get the podcast, listen to the podcast while I'm on the road. You know, like I said, it was like two or three years ago. And so I reach out to her and it's like, yo, um, I'd like to get you on the show. Um, she's got people and her, her person said like, yo, check this out. What you need to do is, um, you know, send, send her your calendar. And I'm like, well, I don't have one of those calendar things. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I ain't got people yet. And so I, you know, I find, oh, Calendly. Okay. I'll send him the calendar. Find out about it. I, you know, set it up. And um, so I go out, I send it to him. She agrees to be on the show. You know. And so this is a this is a uh, yo, there's this white cat that's here, right? Let me see if I could take a picture of it. Because when I tell you this cat, he walks around like he owns the town, man. Yo, let me hear I don't know, this is not the one. This maybe they be out here fighting. Hold on, let me see if I can get the picture. I can't even get my phone open up, yo. The cat is going to come. He's coming by the thing. I'm trying to, I'm trying to take the picture for you so you can see the picture. You see the cat? Oh, man. He's going. Anyhow. Yo, you can see him in the mirror. There he go. That's not the one, though. It's a black and white one. But this cat, this black and white cat walks around here like, um, did I take a picture of it? I got to snap a picture of it. There go. I snapped a picture of it, so I'll post it. But he walks around here like he owns the town, man. 
I think they I think they're the ones that uh I hear them fighting sometimes when I'm in in uh Bridgeport. I'm at the other satellite office today. So anyhow, so yeah, you, you, I reached out to her. She's a white woman. She's written several books. She's interviewed tons of people in the podcasting space. And she was on the show. And now there's some people that I reach out to who are people of color and um, they don't get back to me. So what, do I, what am I supposed to make of that? You know, they're busy. They're too busy. Is this person, you know, is this person like, uh, what, what, am I, what, am I, what am I to do with that information? You know what I mean? What am I, what am I to make of that? I don't know what to make of it. You know, I make of it like what it is. It's like, yo, this person, um, maybe he's on top of their game and this person is not on the top of their game. I don't know. Maybe this person reached out to me and, and, and said, yo, look, you know what? I like what you're doing. And, um, yes, I'll, I'll agree to be on your show. Maybe I feel sorry for you. And I'll be, I don't know. They agreed. They got back to me. They followed up. They made a statement. They made a decision one way or the other. You know what I mean? And then you have some people who who flip-flop. And for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But I don't hold, I just, I just look at it and like, hmm, it causes me to go, hmm. And I really don't go, hmm, a lot. But that causes me to go, hmm. I wonder if this is, if there's anything here or is this just part of the story that I want to tell myself? That, yo, that you have, sometimes you have folks who, for whatever reason, may not, you know, may not particularly care for your brand of whatever it is that you're doing. And then you have some people, you know, who are white and like, you know what? I, yes, I will agree to be on the show. I don't know what to make of it, but I just go, hmm, that's interesting. Hmm. You know? And so what, what, that's what I do. I go, wow, you know, what are you going to do? But it makes me stop and think like, yo, there are times, that's why I don't buy into this, this whole, the white man is the devil, people are evil, white folks are evil, because there have been people that I've come in contact with, both black and white, who, you know, some are good, some are bad. And so now I just look at, at every, I try to look at everybody as like, like, like an individual, you know, and then there, there are more people in the world besides just white and black, and even with, even Hispanic, you know, Indian folks, I, I can talk, I can, I've discovered that I'm able to move in different arenas. You know what I mean? I'm able to move in different arenas. That's a good thing, man. You know, whether it's whether it's somebody who got money, somebody who doesn't have money, somebody's black, some white, Indian, Hispanic, Jamaican, Bayesian, you know, wherever. You know, I don't I don't discriminate. But that does stop and gets me to going, hmm. Hmm. So, yo, big story. Eh, that's not so much big story, but it is, it is a story. And when I think about like all the stuff that's going on, what happens if you just stop and think? You know, just slow down, turn off the TV, settle everything out. You know, like whether you're going for a run or whatever, and just just the silence. Like, what would happen? Hmm? Anyhow, think. I sort of like I walked into Crossroads Pizza, and they have these shirts on with uh, with these suggestions: thirsty, you know, <laughs> hungry. I thought it was cool, you know. And some businesses utilize social media better than others. On um, you know, out there, I'm like, what are you doing in business? Like, like how do you get the word out, marketing and advertising? And now you have, you know, you've got like social media. Nobody's like really like doing like the yellow pages and stuff. So 
how are you getting the word out about your business? Like, why wouldn't you use social media now to, to get the word out about your business? Anyway, another topic for another day. <laughs> yeah. So there are 922 of the most powerful people in America. This is according to the New York Times article came across my desk early this morning. <clears throat> Faces of power, 80% are white even as the U.S. becomes more diverse. You know, 25 people command the largest police forces. 14 are black or Hispanic. 29 prosecutors charge people with crimes in those jurisdictions. 12 are Asian and black or Hispanic. 24 people lead the Trump administration. Three are Asian or black or Hispanic. Hmm. Nine justices sit on the U.S. Supreme Court to a black or Hispanic. Eight men in the mili- are military chiefs. They don't have any women up there, y'all. One is black. Of the other people at the top of the 25 highest valued companies, six are Asian or black. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Yo, and that's down. I think at one point it used to had had a little bit more. There are now four black chief executives running Fortune 500 companies, down from six in 2012. Of the people who had universities ranked in the top 25, one is Hispanic. Hmm. Fifteen people direct major news organizations. Three are black or Hispanic. Hmm. I mean, shaping the news, right? I mean, shaping the direction of how the news is going. They're, they're thinking. Influencing what you think. What we think. Five people who have the most influence over book publishing all are white. One woman. The other four, white men. The people who edit most... The people who edit the ten most read magazines are all white. How many women they got? They got three women. I should tell you something. 14 people oversee the most of the music that is produced and played. Two are black or Hispanic. (laughs) Oh, that part I got to read again. Why do I... uh, Like, you don't even... You don't even produce the music, yo. It's coming from the, the when I think, especially when I think about hip hop, because I I can talk about stuff that I know a little bit about, right? Like I'm not gonna go off and talk about jurisprudence. You know, I don't have a degree. I'm not gonna talk about gynecology in depth because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a musician either. But I do remember the history of this thing growing. It didn't start someplace in an office. You know what I mean? So I even making a decision about music. And so you get to determine like what you want to hear, you know. Give me, give me some more of that red ass pussy. That's what you want to hear. You like that, right? I guess. I don't know. You can call it empowerment or whatever. Yeah, I spin it however you want to spin it. You know what I mean? Mm. Twenty five people, but so you don't even inf- you don't even make the music, but you use the music, and it's in everything. Abby, you can't turn on the radio, you can't t- turn on a podcast, a television show. The music has permeated every aspect of the culture. 
of our society at large. And 14 people who oversee most of the music that is produced and played, two are black or Hispanic. Yeah, man. And so that that's like, that's what's out there. And so like, why would you, like you have access to get on and then in terms of the gatekeepers, like you can write your own blog. You can produce your own music. You can go to direct to consumer. Why would you sit around and continue to wait for these people who, who are sitting in power making a decision about what they want to play? You can go directly to the consumer. Like, do that. That's what people are doing. They're not sitting around. And then once you do that and you start growing, you're getting the following. And some people feel like, yo, now I'm going to jump ship and I'm going to go and I'm going to get on commercialized. And that's when it becomes like, now, nah, now nah, they got you in the system. There's nothing wrong with that, but just know what you want before you get involved, you know, and have so you can have some staying power. There's a young girl who um, she was an engineer. She was studying. Uh, to be an engineer and she was going to school and she was a gamer. She's been playing games since she was like 12, right? Playing games since she was like 12. Developed, a, you know, it's like an online presence. Got to a point where it was like, am I going to be able to, to devote quality time to this engineering degree or should I focus on being a gamer? She has over like 20 million followers combined online. 20 million followers. Yo, she has grown a business out of playing games. Online, Twitch, streaming, developing partnerships, launched a, 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 a clothing line, collaborated in ah, makeup line. It's like, yo, she's got deals with, yo, you, sponsorships. And you think about like, how do you, how do you transform this stuff and, and, and make it into a business? Yo, spending time sitting out thinking about like what's happening on, on CNN or Fox. Like there's so many different opportunities. That's where I think, like, where, where do I want to focus my attention? You know, focus on where you think your attention is, man. We're gonna get the biggest return. Twenty-five people who run the top twenty. Twenty-five people run top TV networks and Hollywood studios. Three are black or Hispanic. Let me see how many women we got in there. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight nine, including the uh, nine ten. Oh, so that's almost. That's not. That's that's almost. Uh, that's almost half. Well, the majority of them are white, but do have a lot of women in that space, which is surprising. Mm. Mm -hmm. Of the people in charge of the high, of the twenty five highest valued fashion companies, three are Asian or Hispanic. You ain't got no black folks in there. Damn, it's like the majority are, are, are white men, and you got some old white men. <laughs> what you know about fashion? You're white, and I. Like, can you imagine what these guys is in charge of a um of of they they had like the the highest valued fashion companies, and I'm just sitting here imagining. Like, his wife is probably still picking out his clothes. Because this guy doesn't even, like, he know how to dress. This is just like, yeah, just come on. Really? <sighs> 99 people own professional basketball, baseball, and football teams. Six are Asian, black, or Hispanic. Majority of them are old, white men. 
A hundred people write laws in the Senate. Nine are Asian, Black, or Hispanic. Mm. Fifty people are state governors. Three are Asian, Hispanic, or Native American. Mm. 431 people currently write laws in the House. 112 are Asian, Black, Hispanic, or Native Americans, or otherwise identified as persons of color. Yo. So what should I be thinking about? Like, you upset? Like, thinking about stuff? Like, this this whole thing, to me, becomes like a smokescreen. Like, diversionary tactics while we're sitting around here, caught up in all this other stuff. Things are happening. You know, things are going on. People are developing businesses. They're thinking about other things. That's why I kind of exposed myself to, to books on tapes or other material, what somebody else is doing, like getting caught up in... And, 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 and all this other stuff that's going on that's not going to help move myself or the culture forward. Like, what am I doing? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a cog in the wheel. Like, I'm just chilling. Nah, man. Mm-mm. Not going to happen. Yo, so that is the deal. That's what we got going on today. Uh, uh, my man in, in Chicago reached out to me. He's got the, the, the push-up challenge. So I got some push-ups. I got, I got the, I got the running gear on, man. Got the push-ups on. The push-ups on. Got to do 22 push-ups. I got the, that done. I got the running gear on. Do a couple of miles. Um, I think I'm gonna throw this episode up before I head out and do my miles. I probably do the push-ups beforehand. We're heading into the weekend. Cost Monte. Uh, his episode is gonna be up today. And then Power Malu. I might get his out in the in the air. I'll put his out. Cost my table in the morning around midday. We'll get Power Malu up, and then on Saturday, we'll have um, Ernest Gibson the third. Or maybe we'll do Ernest Gibson the third on, on, uh, yeah, space it out. Man. Come on, Rob. Who's Rob? Livingston. Livingston is the, anyhow, yo, that, that is, uh, so, oh, man, come on, do it. You kill You kill him, Smalls. What movie is that from? Huh? What movie is that from? But do me a favor. I'm I'm serious now. Do me a favor. Um, yeah, let me let me let me close out that thought first before we before we go to to me asking you to do me a favor, right? So I'm think so. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll space it out. This episode will go up. I'll get um, Carlos Monte out on um, on today, and then on Saturday we'll get Power Malu. Sunday's episode would be Ernest Gibson the third. So on to the favor. It's not gonna cost you anything. Maybe in time. Um, I'm just curious to see where people tune in from. You know, that squirrel just like stood straight up, like, what's going on here? Who's that sitting out in that car? What is he doing? It's the behind the wheel morning show, squirrel. They didn't let you know what's going on. Um, let me know where you tune in from. You know? And why you tune in? Shoot me, shoot me, shoot me an email, you know. Or drop me a voicemail. Um, play it on the show. I'm a, I, you know, I want to I know where people tune in from. What do you like? What do you like about the show? What don't you like about the show? Um, yeah, let me know. All right? And that is, that is it. We're going to head out of here. And, um, you know, if you had, if you were, yeah. That's it, man. Y'all have a good day. All right. Let's get these push-ups. <laughs>